morning and welcome to Practice Laps, our daily discipleship podcast. I'm Chad Ballard, the lead pastor at Mount Vernon Baptist Church. Uh, just a little programming note as we get started today. Uh, some of you have commented about the difference in sound quality and some things. And like I told you before, just want to reiterate it as we get started today. Uh, you may find that we're trying to change some things. We've moved into a, a, a new little studio in our media center uh, over in the uh, in the the children's building. I, Brian's helping me over here. I was thinking love or hope build. What do we call this one? No this idea. is the love building. No, joy. this is the joy building. Yeah. Okay, so we're, we don't know where we're at today, but anyway, so we're in the joy building and uh, we're kind of, and so things are changing. If there's some differences, appreciate you guys letting us know, uh, you know, just shoot us a, a text message or something, let us know that. And, but anyway, so we're trying to work on some things and get them better and we're aware things are changing up some. But anyway, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, today I want to talk a little bit about what it means to be a Christian. And, uh, you know, I talk about that a lot. You've heard me say probably on several occasions, especially if you uh, attend our services here at Mount Vernon, uh, you've heard me define Christian. The word actually means little Christ. And so it means we, we act like Jesus. Uh, we're followers of Jesus. We're his disciples. And so if you think about a Christian, um, what it means to be a Christian, I, I, w I was looking through a passage in Acts chapter 16 and it's a passage where uh, Paul and Silas had been in prison and uh, they, they, the Philippian jailer is converted in this story. And, and so I want to read, I'm just going to read a couple of verses. The earthquakes happen, the, the doors have flung open on the prison, the jailer's about to kill himself because he thinks all the prisoners are about to escape. And, and so it says beginning in verse 29, and he called for lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. And after he brought them out, he said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Now, it said Paul and Silas pointed out to this jailer when he saw that they didn't escape and, and just quite literally, he owed his life to them. And he said, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to receive this Christ that he's no doubt heard Paul and Silas preaching about? And, and so a lot of times in our Christian walk, we tell people, well, you need to uh, believe in Jesus in order to be saved. Well, you know, a Christian isn't merely someone who believes in Jesus and, and even it's not even someone who simply believes that Jesus died for their sin. Uh, you know, I always love to point out when people try to oversimplify salvation or they, they preach a cheap believism, uh, I always try to point out uh, that Satan, you know, even Satan believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Satan knows quite clearly, probably better than many of us do, uh, that Jesus died for the sins of mankind. As a matter of fact, in James 2 verse 19, uh, the scripture, James writing to the church, he says, you believe there's one God, you do well. The demons also believe and shudder. And so he's saying the demons believe in Jesus and they're scared to death of him. Uh, sometimes I think our actions show more indifference than reverential fear. Uh, you know, belief is more, as Paul says, belief, believe in the Lord Jesus here. It's more than a simple intellectual uh, acceptance that he is real. Okay, You see, you can intelligently believe 
that an airplane can fly. But in order to fly, you have to get on the plane and try out its wings. You know, you can't just uh, you can't just say, "Well, I believe it," but you know, do you? You know, if you're not willing to believe that it'll do it, if you are, if you do believe that it can fly, then you should be willing to get on it. You know, in the same way, when you give your life to Jesus, um, it's not just saying, "I believe in him," "I believe he's real," "I believe he existed," or, or even just to say, "I believe he died for the sins of mankind." To believe in Christ is to make the decision to let him fully control your life, uh, to give control over to him. You have to be willing to let him change who you are. Uh, and you may say, well, how much change does it require? Well, all Jesus wants. You know, if whatever Jesus may direct you to change in your life, you have to be willing to do that. Um, so I was thinking about that and uh, where, as we've talked about many times on this podcast, where does the, what is the heartbeat of the word here? Uh, where does the word come to life in our life? You know, I remember the old story of two caterpillars who are crawling beside one another. A butterfly flies over and one caterpillar says to the other, man, you couldn't get me up in one of those things for anything. You know, if we're going to grow and change, we're going to become, the. we're caterpillars, and literally the transformation, the scripture actually uses the word that from which we get our English word metamorphosis, which is the word for the transformation of a caterpillar into a butterfly. Uh, there's this over this there's this total and complete change of what we are and uh, you know until we've experienced that we really don't know salvation and, and so I would just encourage all of you look at your life uh, have you been radically changed have you gone through a complete metamorphosis because of the work of, of Jesus and the presence of his Holy Spirit in your life and uh, if, as you examine your life, man, look for those things where you see that, 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 that complete change. And, and, man, just try to emphasize that in your life. For those places, for, as you look at your life, if you don't see a, a radical change from what you were, uh, then examine your salvation and, and make certain you've given your life to Christ and then follow him. You know, you can't give your life to Christ without following him. And so be the best disciple you can be. And that's today's practice lap, and I hope it helps you to run the race well.